Hey church family, welcome back to another Leroy UMC podcast. What does truth mean? Merriam-Webster defines it as a judgment, proposition, or idea that is true or accepted as true. And in John, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Let's send it over to Pastor Tammy for this week's sermon. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our collective hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. What is truth? Do you live by the truth or only your version of the truth? Do you always tell the truth? Or do you only tell the truth when it suits you? Have you ever told a little white lie or maybe an all-in-all-out lie? Do you maybe live a lie? All these are questions that I think are worth pondering, and I suggest that you do. We have all heard different quotes about truth throughout our lives. When you go to court and you have to testify, they ask you to raise your right hand and they ask you, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? And of course you answer, I will. But do you always tell the truth? How many times have you just said a half-truth? A little white lie, or even worse of all, a full lie. Men say that women don't want to know the truth, or they wouldn't, they ask questions like, do you like my new haircut? Or does this outfit look good on me? Then there is that great truth, that great and well-known quote from the movie, A Few Good Men when lawyer Lieutenant Daniel Caffey, played by Tom Cruise, tells Colonel Jessup, played by Jack Nicholson, that he wants the truth. And Colonel Jessup's reply is, the truth? You can't handle the truth. And truth be told, many of us find it hard to accept the truth. In Proverbs 12:17, it reads, An honest witness tells the truth, but a false witness tells lies. Proverbs 12, 19 then says, truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue lasts only a moment. Going to Proverbs 14, verse 25, it says, a truthful witness saves lives, but a false witness is deceitful. Proverbs 23, 23 then says, buy the truth and do not sell it. Wisdom, instruction, and insight as well. Each of us needs to know the truth. I'm not talking about the truth as to whether there really are green men in outer space or if Elvis is still alive or not. I don't mean the truth in general but the truth, as in what and who is truth. 
Do any of you remember or even own a Snuggie? Do you remember the Snuggies? Those were those blankets with sleeves. They were really popular a few years back. Um, they seemed a little strange looking to me. My mother had one, I remember, when she would sit down and she'd put it on and, and be covered up, but she always said it was comfortable. It kept her warm. You didn't have to uncover to get up out of your chair or, or to walk over to the TV or, or go into the kitchen to get a, something to drink. You could easily move around and still have on your Snuggie. It kept you warm, just like a normal blanket, but you didn't have to take it off. They provided warmth and comfort. Yep, that's what they're all about, comfort. Many people would rather have comfort than the truth. Yet we are all seekers of the truth. Don't we want to be made to feel comfortable? Or do we want truth? Do we really want to know the truth? Because the truth is not always comfortable. Jesus didn't call his followers to be comfortable. He called them to sacrifice. And he called them to truth. The Bible is the true word of God. And that scares and even threatens some people and has done so for thousands of years. Did you know that the Bible has been banned, burned, destroyed many times over? Yet because there are those that continue to believe in the truth that it holds, the Bible continues to be rewritten over and over again. There is a story that is found in Jeremiah chapter 36, verses 1 through 32, that roughly in 600 BC tells the story of where King Jehoiakim is literally tearing up the scriptures page by page and throwing them into the fire. He has placed all the prophets in prison and is celebrating that he will never have to hear the word of God again. In 1382, John Wycliffe translated the Bible into English and everyone who possessed a copy of that translation was martyred. They were burned and as they burned the scriptures that they held close to their hearts, were burned as well. There is story after story of people who are more comfortable in their own truth than, than they literally, that they literally try to destroy the truth of God. All so they can be more comfortable. But do you want to be comfortable? Or do you want to know the truth? because the truth is not meant to be comfortable. The truth can be a very hard thing to hear and a very hard thing to face. Isaiah chapter 59 verses 14 and 15 tell us that the truth has stumbled in the streets. 
truth is nowhere to be found. Nowhere? Really? Surely truth can be found somewhere. Can't it? Truth is not like washing a pair of socks and having only one come out of the dryer. The prophet Zechariah in chapter 8, verses 16 through 17 and, chapter, and verse 19 then says, These are the things you are to do. Speak the truth to each other and render true and sound judgment in your courts. Do not plot evil against your neighbor and do not love to swear falsely. I hate all this, declares the Lord. Therefore, love truth and peace. Did you know that the word truth in all its many variations can be found throughout the Bible 224 times? However, in the New Testament, Gospels alone, you can find a quote by Jesus that says, I tell you the truth 79 times. That's right. 30 times in Matthew, 13 times in Mark, 9 in Luke, and 27 times in John. Jesus made a point of telling the disciples and those around him, including the Pharisees and the Sadducees, that he was telling them the truth. He did not tell them just once or twice. He told them repeatedly, over and over, that he spoke the truth. And not only was he telling them the truth, he was the truth. Wait, did I say Jesus was the truth? Jesus is the truth. The truth has a heartbeat. And how do I know this? Let's turn to the Gospel of John. Chapter 1 begins, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Verse 14 says, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Chapter 4, verses 23 to 24 says, Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship in spirit and truth. John 14, verses 5 to 7 says, Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Then verses 15 through 17 says, If you love me, you will obey what I have commanded, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, 
for he lives with you and will be in you. Chapter 16, verses 12 and 13 says, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear, but when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is to come. The truth of God's wisdom is beautiful, and it's life-changing. When we neglect this truth, we become lost, walking on paths that lead us to death and confusion. When with the same tongues we use to bless our God, we curse others, then we are cursing this truth, God's truth. And we then invite anguish and distress to be our companion. But when we live in this truth, our souls are revived and our lives are restored. When we heed God's commandments, our path is clear and joy is our reward. Reverend Billy Graham once said, if you violate truth, you offend God. What were those great commandments that God gave to Moses and to the Israelites? Do not bear false witness. Do not lie. We need to accept that truth is a good thing. Truth is needed so we can have a better life, a biblical life, a life in Jesus. So I ask you again, do you want to re just remain comfortable? Or do you want to be comfortable in the truth? The real truth. The truth of Jesus. The truth of the word of God. Because the truth awaits you in this life and in the life to come. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. But there were others that did not believe him. They mocked him, they arrested him, they turned him over to Pilate. And in John 18, verses 33 to 38, we read these words. Pilate then went back inside the palace, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea, Jesus asked, or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew, Pilate replied. It was your people and your chief priests who handed you over to me. What is it you have done? Jesus said, my kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jews. But now my kingdom is from another place. You are a king then, said Pilate. Jesus answered, you are right in saying I am a king. In fact, for this reason I was born, and for this I came into the world to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. What is truth? Pilate asked. And with this, he went out again to the Jews and said, I find no basis 
for a charge against him. This picture up on the screen is where Pilate looks out over the Jews and asks them what they would like him to do with their king. You see, Pilate was afraid. His wife had a dream and had told him about it. She told him not to get involved in the middle of all this because Jesus was someone important. Pilate tried several times to get the Jews to accept Jesus as doing no wrong and to just set him free. But they wouldn't have it. You see, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were afraid of the truth. They were afraid of Jesus and what he preached because that would mean they'd been doing things wrong all these years. Doing things in the wrong way and for the wrong reasons. They feared that if Jesus were to be set free, he would turn more people, more Jews, against them. And that his truth would take over. They were afraid of that truth. They, like Pilate, could never wash the blood of Christ off of their hands. And that, my friends, is the truth. So are you afraid of the truth? The real truth? That Jesus is the truth? He is the way, the truth, the life? Do not be afraid of that truth. Embrace it and know it with all that you are. Proclaim it to be the truth to everyone you see. Grasp it and remember that that truth is what you need to be. Embrace and know the truth in Jesus Christ, the Savior, the Messiah. Because when you know Jesus, you know the truth. Just as John 8 reminds us, because Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. If you want to find the truth, if you want to know the truth, you need to know Jesus, for then you will know a greater truth, because that greater truth the truth of Jesus Christ will set you free. Jesus proclaimed that on Peter the rock, his church would be built not as a building but as a people. The church is the truth. We are that church. And that, my friends, is the truth. So why church? To know a greater truth for the church can only be at its best when we as a whole latch on to that grace and never ever let go of the truth of God Amen Again we want to thank you so much for joining us today I hope that you are blessed and that you are a blessing Go in peace.